Looking at issues without taking sides. That's what Agenda Alexander has been doing since 1998. Everything from capacity in our schools to the political environment to the sewer outfalls to affordable housing. There's no issue that's off the table. On the agenda is the podcast version of Agenda Alexander, where we invite in key decision makers and experts to our studio to get a sense of what's really going on in Alexandria. I'm Eileen Cassidy Rivera. And I'm Michael Pope. And this is On On the the Agenda. Agenda. agenda today amazon hq2 coming to town what does it mean for virginia what does it mean for alexandria eileen it's coming right next to your neighborhood in del rey what does it mean for del rey it's right smack right uh in my backyard kind of uh i would say that we're a stone's throw from this new national landing which Mm -hmm. uh, we're all trying to figure out where exactly this national landing is can you actually land there Um, and it's also i'm right between also this new innovation center this virginia tech center which is now going to be in the site of the oakville the Oakville Triangle, Mm -hmm. which we were all kind of wondering what was ever going to go there. And now, boy, oh boy, it's going to be pretty exciting. Well, we have the perfect panel to talk about this today. We've got Tina Leone, who is currently the CEO of the Boston Bid. She is a former CEO of the Alexandria Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for being here. Love it. Thank you for inviting me. And we have Mm. Michael Farron, who is a research fellow at the Mercatus Center at George Mason University. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Okay, so H. Q2, or some people call it H2Q. (laughs) (laughs) R2D2? R2D2. What does this mean for Virginia? What does it mean for Alexandria? We'll start with Tina. Um, Let's talk uh, about what the global picture here, what does this mean for our city, for our region? So landing Amazon at National Landing (laughs) uh, means uh, 25,000 to 38,750 jobs. For uh, for Arlington, for Virginia, um, which is huge. I mean, we we beat out two hundred some other cities. It's been a year long plus process. Um, it puts Washington D.C. solidly on the map that we are an innovation tech center of the United States. You know, and that's it's huge for us. I mean, it's going to it's going to have the residual effect that more and more companies are going to look at us. I mean, Nestle was huge last year. This is this is ten times that. Um, so not only is it twenty five thousand to thirty eight thousand plus jobs um, that have been incentivized, but it's the spinoff from that. Um, it's the additional probably twenty to twenty five thousand additional companies that will will come. You know, people that will be coming here working in this area. So it's good for it's good for all of us. All ships are going to rise together. So it's going to boost that our economy even further. But this development did not come without a price tag, a very hefty price tag, as a matter of fact, which yeah. is a state investment of uh, almost $600 million. Basically, the state is investing $550 million, and Arlington County is investing $23 million, plus some other incentives, which we'll get into. So I'll throw it over to Michael Farron to talk about the incentives. Um, is This is a, a lot of money we're talking about, $600 million. Is this worth it? 
The answer, the quick answer to that question is no, the incentives aren't worth it because Amazon likely would have located here in Arlington and Alexandria even without those incentives. And the incentives that you mentioned are the baseline incentives. If Amazon actually does uh, increase its uh, size of uh, business here to 38,000 or so jobs, uh, the number is going to go up more to like around a billion uh, or 1.1 billion. I've already even it's, heard 1.3 uh, billion. I think the number was 710 million would be 750 million would be about the total mm -hmm. for 38,750 jobs. And actually, then, uh, on that issue, mm -hmm. I, know, I know you have more to say, but just piggybacking on what you just said, one of the things about the experience in Seattle is that Amazon consistently overperforms, right? So they, so they there's a number to say, well, this is what we expect. Amazon has a long track record of delivering way more than what they were expected to. So this, these numbers that we everybody has been looking at is actually the bottom, the baseline. They actually, the incentives are probably going to be way more than that because Amazon is likely to over deliver, right? What is the impact of that? So the uh, Amazon, like, you're, like you said, in Seattle has added about 40,000 jobs in about the last five, eight years. Uh, the Virginia is on the hook for anywhere from 1.1 to 1.3 billion, and you have to include the infrastructure upgrades and along with the money that's going directly to Amazon because that is directly tied mm -hmm. to Amazon coming here. And in most cases, when a company goes into a new area, they have to pay for their own infrastructure upgrades, their impact on the local environment. Just like when you buy a house, you have to pay a fee to access the utilities that are in the local right of way, mm -hmm. um, which is why- Does that I, include Metro, like Metro entrances and things like that? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it does. The, they, mm -hmm. That was included in the one, so the direct grants from the state to Amazon are capped at $750 million. That's the direct you know, payments for mm -hmm. these jobs, up to 38,750 jobs. After that, the, the 1.3 billion plus is really, uh, it's infrastructure, it's this you know, investing in uh, education um, at eight, from pre-K to 12, as well as at the university level, mm -hmm. to, to then create this new pipeline of tech employees, another 25 to 35,000 technology jobs over the next 20, 20 years. So, and don't, and don't forget too, these incentives are over 12 years. So it does level out. It does. And if they don't, if we don't get the jobs, they don't get, they don't get that mm -hmm. direct payment. The infrastructure work that needed to be done anyway. That was already, most of this has already been in the pipeline. Hmm. What's new is the second Metro entrance at Potomac Yard, which is a great thing because, because we got it. We, we lost it. Now we got it back. So it's a, it's a win-win. It's a huge win for Alexandria in that regard. Um, so that that's included in in these infrastructure payments. And most of these, I mean, Alexandria is not on the hook for hardly any of this. I mean, the only impact of Alexandria has is giving up the tax um, on the Virginia, the Virginia Tech Innovation Center. That's about $23 million over 20 years. So, so yeah. the role, mm -hmm. go ahead. The I was going to say, I was going to get, just want to get back to you a little yeah. bit on that, Tina, because when you say, you know, as you look at sort of the physical space where HQ2 uh, will be in Northern Virginia, it is all in Arlington, Virginia, correct? Yes. Right. So mm -hmm. what's really interesting is that I think um, it, it, that the Potomac Yard, you know, part of this piece of the, of the puzzle is really a part of um, the transportation access for Amazon, right? But and marketing. This whole and, national right. landing the whole, is a yeah. marketing it's, idea. 
Yes, I be- and, and I believe that was done, obviously, by the, the, t- the team that pitched to Amazon. So that's the, that was the whole, they, right. wanted, they wanted a whole campus, you know, so they've, with the combined, combining of um, Potomac Yard, Crystal City, Pentagon City, and most, and they're all basically JBG properties. So right. it, it all brings that all together under one, you know, under one national landing. National landing. Mm-hmm. One piece of the Alexandria puzzle here that I find intriguing is that there was a separate, a set, separate and apart from the proposal that ended up being adopted, you know, and approved. There was a separate um, proposal on the table to bring Amazon to the Eisenhower Metro Station. So Alexandria was trying to get uh, Amazon to come to the Eisenhower Metro Station. Now Michael Farron says the losers here are really winners. So all of those cities that were vying for Amazon Ooh. that did not get them, they're really they really sort of won in a way. What did you mean by that? So what I mean by that is they're not going to be spending hundreds and billions in taxpayer dollars on something that would have happened already. And this is what I kind of touched on a little bit earlier, that Amazon coming to the region is absolutely a good thing, even if it causes growing pains figuratively and literally in how we adapt to Amazon coming here. Having too much economic growth is better than having not enough. Just ask Detroit. (laughs) But we probably didn't need to pay those billions for Amazon, and neither did New York. Uh, the body of academic research finds that academic uh, found that incentives only affect a firm's final location decision between two and 25% of the time. And that a skilled workforce is the number one reason why companies generally choose one location to locate over another. And Amazon said that four different times in their own press release on HQ2, And you can take this one step farther and just look at Montgomery County, just across the metro area, part of the Maryland bid. Maryland bid $8.5 billion for HQ2. Significantly more. And even if you cut that in half with the way HQ2 was cut in half, that's still over $4 billion compared to Virginia's around $1 billion. And we never even heard what Montgomery County's bid was going to be on top of Maryland's. So you're looking at a difference of $3 billion, but... Amazon still decided to locate on one side of the metro area versus the other. But isn't mm. that a gamble? You know, I, I tweeted about this when the deal first happened. And one of the responses I got was from Rich Kelsey, who's a former law professor, um, who I quote on the radio frequently as a legal expert. Uh, and he responded to your comment as, that's a gamble, isn't yeah. it? Like, so Ale- if, Ale- if Arlington and Alexandria said, you know what, they're going to locate here anyway, despite whatever the incentive package is. Why don't we just sit this one out and wait for them to come here? Aren't they gambling? That, oh, yes. Aren't they gambling? Oh, I can that, give you a great example. That Amazon would have mm-hmm. said, you know what, Montgomery County mm-hmm. is pretty nice and $8.5 billion is a lot of money. Isn't it's, that a gamble? It, it is a gamble. It is a gamble. First of all, they're all playing the game. So if you don't, if you don't get in there, and it, we all got a great workforce. We all have the smartest workforce in the country, whatever. You can't, they're all competing. They're all offering the incentives. You have to get in the, in the game. I think, I think Virginia did the smart thing. And they did most of it with investments all, you know, in the infrastructure, in our talent to, to keep that talent workforce going. And I can give you an example of what happens when you don't get in the game and do, and do those incentives. It's called NSF. And mm. that is, and that's very close to me that's because I run Boston Science Foundation and ball, they, they, because, because it was not offered to them in, in Boston, in Arlington, they were not, they were, they were not given the, the landlord was not given the tax incentives to bring down that rate that GSA would accept in, in Arlington. 
Alexandria came in and said, we're going to give this to you. It's a hundred and some million dollars. And, and there you go. And we won't make you pay the affordable housing money that every other developer would they, have to pay. We're going to give you a special break and you don't have to pay for the affordable thank housing you. money. Well, thank that's, you. That's, yes. That's a really great point about mm-hmm. this whole HQ2 is that all these folks that are going to be moving, and they can be they'll live in Arlington, they live in Alexandria, live in D.C., they live in Maryland. But yeah. I think that that is the part that no one's really talking about. And if for every right? million square feet of vacancy, so they left us with half uh, half a million square feet of vacancy in Boston. Now, one, it's 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 a good thing because we're it's being renovated, it's being redeveloped, it's got mm-hmm. a fantastic uh, developer, um, Jamestown, um, and it's being repositioned. But that half a million dollars that represents about one point five to one point seven million dollars in taxes to the county. So every million dollars a square feet in Arlington represents about three point four million dollars in tax revenue to the county. So then that that means you got it. You're you're closing up on schools, on roads, on everything else that you that needs to be addressed in your in your mm-hmm. in your so county, let's, your city. So let's actually dig into yeah. this a little bit deeper because you said yeah. that it's a gamble and you said that it's a game. And my argument would be it's a dirty game. And we should find a way not to play. It. I don't disagree with you. Okay, I, th- that's, I definitely, that's great. I'm that's not great. disagreeing Ooh. with you on the the fact that incentives. It's very controversial. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's it, but it's challenging when all everyone else is in the game. And what if they didn't? If we didn't have a pitch in, and it didn't include something to that, what would Amazon have said about us? Well, do they really want us, or maybe it wouldn't be impactful enough? But the way they did it, mm. I think, was very smart. And it, most of the money is going for our investment in Virginia, in, in the people and in the infrastructure. So, Michael, is your hypothesis that mm. let's just say we didn't put on the table all the incentives that um, you know you're saying is that we kind of overpaid? For Amazon, it's like buying a hamburger for five dollars and then offering another five dollars for the same hamburger. <laughs> okay. The extra five dollars didn't grow the economy at all. I, I think that the benefits, you know, and we the benefits to Virginia and Arlington and Alexandria and actually the entire region are just far, far outweigh you know any of the any of this that you see here. I mean, you're right. talking. Well, no, he, you're talking he agrees hundred, with you yeah. about the benefits to yeah. the region. Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. economic growth benefits are 100% going to happen. The problem is we didn't need to pay for that in right. order to get those benefits. But because, a, yeah. let me let me explain yeah. why. Because Amazon st- said four times in their own press release on this that we are locating based on the availability of tech talent. And in fact, we split HQ2 from one location to two locations because of the tech talent. And we locate it in Nashville because of the availability of tech talent, as opposed to Atlanta or Dallas or any other place that could provide perhaps a larger, more better operating operation center and logistics center. They thought that Nashville was best for their operations. Amazon signaled very clearly that they made this decision completely based on tech talent. And tech talent hasn't changed between these locations over the last year. The problem is when you do this gamble, as you said, and it is a gamble, but you have to understand what you're putting on the table. Mm -hmm. You're not just saying, okay, we're going to bid a billion dollars for the 10% chance that this bid might affect the final decision. What you're saying is I'm bidding a billion dollars, but I'm also taking a billion dollars away from education, away from infrastructure, away from uh, uh, policing. But this, uh, in like, this case, the billion dollars is going towards infrastructure and education. That's why. That's why I say I, I think that. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to argue with you about the the merits of incentives on that on that way. And but the way it was done here, the way that Virginia Economic Development Partnership and Arlington and Alexandria structured it, 
it makes perfect sense. And it's exactly, it is the investment in education. It's $25 million going for K to 12 to get these, these children geared towards these tech jobs. Cause this, mm-hmm. this it's here. This is where the jobs are. This is where they're going to be in the future. I mean, I'm ready to start taking coding classes myself because who knows what's going to happen <laughs> with my job, you know? But it's it's really this is this is where we are. So this this is a wonderful investment in Virginia and and our people and our and our children. I will you know, say to get them geared up for this. Yeah, I will say that compared to all the different bids that I looked at and there actually aren't that many to look at because the majority of the bids, the vast majority of the bids were secret and held away from the public. Can I I put you on pause here just one second? Because I have a list here. So Maryland's $8.5 billion. Amazon said no to $8.5 million. Billion with a B. B. (laughs) New Jersey was $7 billion. Amazon said, no, no thanks, New Jersey. We're Mm -hmm. we're not going to take your $7 billion. Um, New York was $1.5 billion, and they sort of halfway said yes to New York. It is interesting, and our local Virginia people were really patting themselves on the back that New York paid $1.5 billion, <laughs> and Virginia only paid $600 million, right? So what do, what do we make of that disparity, that New York offered $1.5 billion, and Virginia offered $600 million? So I think it comes down to, and this is the part that um, we hear is, wasn't technically part of the bid, but was the Virginia Tech Innovation Center. And I mean, and that's, that's, that, you know, that in itself is a gigantic it's sort huge. of deliverable from it's this. A, it's a huge game right? changer. And it's fantastic for Alexandria. This is going to put Alexandria on the map for, I mean, that's what, that's what Alexandria needed. You know, it needed need that this. that shot in the arm. You know, Virginia right. Tech has already a, a nice presence in Old Town Alexandria. This is a huge, this is a 1 million square foot you know, campus that's going in there, 350,000 square feet of education space, 250,000 square square feet to help startups and businesses grow and, and, and succeed. So, I mean, so, this is, it's big. So but you, you could a, argue mm-hmm. that this is what Alexandria needed, but Northern Virginia is the wealthiest part of Virginia. Why is the government throwing more and more money at the wealthiest part of Virginia rather than making lives easier throughout the entire state. Our calculations show that even with the reduced size of the bids, since Virginia's bid is relatively lower than others, that uh, uh, corporate income taxes across the entire state could be cut by 7% instead of offering this particular handouts to Amazon. And in particular regarding the infrastructure, I agree that infrastructure investments are better than simply handouts and education investments are better than handouts. But you have to look at what particular investments are being made. So in terms of infrastructure, like my background is actually a civil engineer, so this is an area that I can speak to as well. You ch- uh, the state has a listing of benefit cost analysis ratios for every potential project, and it just goes down the list going with the highest ratio of the most benefits to the relative cost. Mm-hmm. And what we see in uh, incentive bids like this is uh, projects that wouldn't normally get funded get funded and so other people are going uh have a loss because their infrastructure projects and their towns aren't getting funded as a result you mentioned your calculations i want to piggyback on that by asking you about what arlington taxpayers are on the hook for so the sort of official number is 23 million dollars which they pegged at money that they're going to get from increased revenue based on hotel taxes. The but TRT, you, but you yeah. actually have done some crunching of the numbers to say that really Arlington taxpayers are going to be on the hook for double that, right? Explain that. 
That's right. There's uh, an additional uh, TIF uh, um, where Amazon isn't going to have to uh, pay, I believe, property taxes. My uh, research assistant, Ann Philpout, has been looking at this mm -hmm. and uh, finds that uh, there's an additional $28 million that the Arlington is on the hook for potentially. So the total number should be looked at as more like $51 million rather than 23. Okay. Now, I want to play a hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if Arlington and Alexandria came together and said, and, and agreed with you and said, okay, this is really a waste of money. They're going to go where the talent is, despite what the incentive package is. We don't need to match New Jersey's $7 billion. We're going to sit this one out and let them come to us. Under that hypothetical scenario, would Amazon have made the same decision? Absolutely. Hmm. I can't answer that. I, I just don't, I, I would not even I don't I don't I don't know I don't know I think again I think it's a gamble and you you know that's if you want to take that chance I just I just have to go back that you know what's being invested here we needed we needed to do this we needed to do this anyway so that's not not to say an innovation campus isn't a big investment um, but uh, it's it's an invent what the invent what's been done here is relatively low financially, you know, direct payments well, to be fair, over 20 years. To be fair, you could do so, the Virginia Tech yeah. graduate campus without Amazon, right? It's, it's sort of announced simultaneously well, with I the think, deal. Well, here is the wasn't thing, though. Wasn't that the sweetener Am to the deal? Amazon, wasn't that really the sweetener that, in this? That's what I'm saying. That's right? what they You're, wanted right. more than anything because it's tech talent. But it's the I, I talent get, pipeline. Mm -hmm. and that's but, but isn't what, there already, yeah. Tina? But, I mean, you look around, doesn't D.C. area have one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country? Absolutely. Right? So what I'm trying to figure out, and I think it's wonderful, by the way. I mean, I, I have my two sons are, uh, are, of are in college, and gosh, I keep thinking, wouldn't it be great if they you know, could come back to Alexandria and work, maybe at Amazon? But, you know, isn't there already a pipeline of talents and i think it's great not to, enough really not enough i mean i've got i've got a lot of plenty of uh you know mid mid-range companies in boston and they cannot get enough talent in i mean they are they the right need kind more of, of it is you that what need, you're saying because you, people come to dc to study political science right things you, like that you've right? got to have the right. that <laughs> in, in that it background right and you've got to have that education they need coders they need people to create games you want people to do right. you know websites all every every i mean right. and then the real cool stuff the cybersecurity stuff i mean you could, we have all all a whole wealth of I mean, everything that we're doing in the in now and in the future is revolving around this michael farron what makes you so sure that they would have made that decision anyhow you just, like I've said before, you can look at what Amazon has said themselves about mm -hmm. where they're going to locate. They could have located and uh, on the opposite side of the D.C. area. There really isn't that much difference between Montgomery, Maryland and Arlington, Virginia. Proximity to the airport. Oh, Proximity to the airport. A, there's like, a ton of like difference. In terms of, labor in terms costs. of the talent, labor costs. Yes. Yeah, there's the right to like, work that uh, stuff. Right? The, so those are, those are all reasonable considerations. But you're talking about $3 billion. If... $3 billion can't motivate that shift. And if another few billion dollars can't motivate the shift across the Hudson River from New York to Newark, New Jersey, if they had been chasing the subsidies, that's where they would have located and they could have gained access to similar kinds of tech talent in each place. The fact of the matter is that's not what they were chasing. Amazon is a great example of that subsidies don't work. But the reason is, let's look at this a little bit deeper. Why do we offer subsidies to begin with? if most of the economic development that they would supposedly generate would be happening already. 
The answer is that politicians wouldn't be able to claim credit for the jobs created if they didn't offer there the subsidies. There you go. So and I'm they not were, going there. And they were, <laughs> let me tell you something. I was at the press conference. They were tripping over themselves to get to the microphone <laughs> to pat themselves on the back, uh, one after the other. And actually, one issue that came up, and I'd love to get uh, go around the table here, the concept of national landing. What the heck is national landing? First of all, I think it's a, actually, from a branding perspective, I think it's a great name because, listen, you know, it's, it's not going to be just the site for Amazon, right? Right. I think Amazon is just right. going to be the first tenant. Right. Um, but I don't think that's been explained very well. They're not um, the first tenant, but they're, they'll definitely they're be definitely the, the probably most the biggest, famous the, you know, one. The yes. pound gorilla, so yes, to speak. Yes, absolutely. But, but I, think, I think it was actually, you know, as I think from an economic development standpoint, it was a really smart way to brand this, absolutely. this space. That, it's better so, than so, calling it Amazon City. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, well, Michael, that was offered, I'm sure, too, with some, by some of these proposals. Because I, mean, I think, you know, you know, there was just recently a ruling or a, a, a decision on renaming Jefferson Davis Highway. Yes. I think they should have waited a little bit longer because it could probably be named Amazon Alley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, that, that may still be to come because the only decision on changing the name of the highway was the Alexandria portion. The Arlington right. portion is right. still called Jefferson exactly. Davis Highway because you need the General Assembly to pass a bill in Arlington. You don't need that in Alexandria. Right. Um, something. Now, sadly, we're, we're coming toward the end of our time. So I want to go around the horn here and talk about Amazon and the influence Amazon has in our lives. What, Eileen, I'll ask you first. Way back in the day, do you remember what the very first thing you ever bought on Amazon was? Gosh, it was probably a book and it was probably a trashy romance novel because I love tra trashy Eileen, romance you novels. read <laughs> trashy romance novels? Yeah, they're just a little True diverse. What's wrong with that? True <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the last thing that I ordered, but we'll get to that later. Okay, Michael Farron, do you remember way back in the day, the very first thing you ordered on Amazon? It's very fuzzy, but it was probably a, uh, an econ textbook because it's probably a heck of a lot cheaper than what was offered at the campus bookstore. Wow. <laughs> I had a similar experience. Actually, the very first uh, thing I ever bought on Amazon, I was in graduate school, and it was a, a very expensive book called Debate on the Constitution or something like that. It was like, a, it was like a compendium of stuff that had been written in the 1790s. And my economics professor said, yeah, you should probably go to this online bookstore called Amazon. And I remember thinking to myself, Amazon is a weird name what for a bookstore. Yes. Uh, but I did buy the book, and I still have it. Tina, what I was did, it? Very... Same thing for me. I think I was in, I might have been in grad school when I did, uh, I, yeah, my first, it was a textbook for something. Probably, an, I was, I'm an IT you know, major, mm. so it was probably something like that. There. Right. And uh, what was the most recent thing you bought on Amazon? That I can actually, that is not as fuzzy of a memory, but it was a part from my coffee maker that, you know, you know, it's just amazing that you just go on, you just like pull, plug in the name of your coffee maker and boom, there it was. I got it for like $2 and 50 cents. Did I, it drone deliver it to your house? <laughs> that's no, coming. But, it's but coming. you know, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. Oh, no. that, this is upon us, right? This is going this to be happening. happening. I've never really actually soon. seen a physical drone, you know, really? So. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't yet. Yeah. I'm sure they will be coming. They'll be landing on the <laughs> Michael Farron, most recent thing you bought on Amazon? It was shoe polish. And I think your story, uh, Eileen, kind of lays out exactly the benefits that Amazon's innovation has offered us right. over time, that they've completely changed things. They've thought about new ways to serve customers. Their customer focus is pretty much unparalleled. And so... I am not an Amazon detractor. I want to see Amazon enter more and more industries because the more competition we have, the more that companies have to strive to please mm -hmm. customers, and that increases overall long-run right. economic growth. Cool. 
For, uh, <laughs> so for me, the the last thing I purchased was a transformer for Which my one? son, uh, Bumblebee, the new version. He has about eight versions of that, and he <laughs> keeps his wish list on my Amazon account. So, um, so I'm I'm happy that they're coming. I'm thrilled that they're coming. I think it was absolutely the right thing to do. And whether or not people agree with the incentives, if you are if you're not part of it and you don't throw out the welcome mat, you know, and that's kind of what I think of when I think of these incentives. This is like, you're, you're, you're putting out the welcome mat, say, we really want you here. So if you don't do that, they don't know how much you want them. So we're, you know, and they, they chose us. So I'm, I'm, I'm just thrilled. I think it's going to be great for everybody. Yes. There, of course, there are going to be challenges and growing pains, but we've got the right people in the, in the positions now to deal with this. And they, they're well aware of how to, of things that need to be done. So. And, I, and I think the future is to figure out how to avoid playing this game of economic development incentives. I wonder who started it. <laughs> it was actually the South in the 1930s. Uh, but before that, uh, in the early 1800s, a lot of states nearly went, went bankrupt. Virginia was one of them because they subsidized railroads and canals too much. And so Virginia mm. actually has uh, what are called constitutional gift clauses that theoretically outlaw the use of public funds to support private enterprise. But I think the important thing to do is to look at how can we, how can cities and states get together. There's something called an interstate compact that is the next research that I'm working on that uh, offers a way for everyone to mutually agree not to offer incentives in the future. And at that point, you don't have to worry about rolling out the welcome mat because nobody is doing it. The point is, is broad-based economic growth rather than targeted to a particular company. You have been listening to On the Agenda, a production of Agenda Alexandria. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. announcement about HQ2 coming to the region, really the, the you know, when you look at, you know, the, their long road to we won, we won, it's really all about Arlington, Virginia as being the home of this new HQ2 uh, for Amazon. But what I'd like to really understand is that what's in it for Alexandria? Yeah, well, Alexandria is getting the Virginia Tech Innovation Center. I mean, that that's a huge win for us. Um, it's, it's going to spur on jobs. It's going to, it's going to spin off new companies. Um, it will bring us new residents. Um, and it, and really uh, Alexandria kind of really did a good job of not having to pay direct and direct payments, uh, to have Amazon here. So they got off here. the hook in other so words. So they, yeah, they, they, they did it. The, the most that, that Virginia could, taxpayers are on the hook for like $550 million. <laughs> well, yeah, so, 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 yeah, so that, in that regard, yes. Right. But, but Alexandria city, um, did not, is not making direct payments, um, that in that regard, but we are giving up the property tax on that site. Uh, it's a million square foot site that they're uh, campus that they're building. So no and that's, property taxes on this. Property. Uh, no property sa- taxes. So going well, back, so what what they did for you know for all NSF those trade and PTO and everything else. So right. so they proved they've proven to them to to them to the, the city has said we believe this is the the right thing to do to gain this kind of you know economic benefit overall. And so that's about twenty three million dollars over the next twenty years. So it's that's you know that's that's what and that's it as far as that. There's nothing in the infrastructure related to. Alexandria. 
It's oh, all in Arlington, whoa, except for the Potomac Yard, the second Thank metro. Thank you. That's exactly which is huge. what I think people the don't metro realize. That's that doesn't currently exist yet, right? That's right. a huge thing. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that that is huge. And I so I should correct myself on that. But um, as far as what I was me- meaning to say was, as far as Route 1 or the other arteries, you know, that fe- that's going to feed into this Innovation Center and Amazon site, um, National Landing, there's no improvements being proposed for that Route 1. So what you, the 50,000 plus cars, up to 70,000 cars per day that is going along Route 1 in Old Town is what's going to happen there. So I, I think our city planners need to, to hop on this. And if they haven't already been thinking about this, they're going to need to address this. This is and, something you, know. you hear from people. Is Alexandria ready for this in terms of um, traffic and, well, and capacity in our schools? And capacity I th- in our schools. I think, and yeah. Is a, is a huge bomb about to, to hit Alexandria, school? a population right. bomb. It needs to be addressed. I mean, our schools in particular, um, which we've already started to see some, some we already know that it's projected to, to be oh, yeah. have overcrowding. Like, Arlington's already in that. They're already I mean, using bunk desks. They're already using that. And, and, and trailers. trailers at TC seen, Williams. Right, right. There you go. So it has to be addressed. But what, what's, what you find is, though, what Seattle found is education, the quality of education goes up. So that's a good thing. And we and I'm not going to diss our Alexandria schools, but we haven't had the best reputation. You know, we've had a school that almost got you know taken over by the state. Jefferson you know, Houston. Jefferson Houston. So, I mean, we've this is good. This is going to be a good thing for us as far as really provide, you know, working to provide top notch education because. So are you yeah. saying, Tina, that because Amazon's coming that you think that more quality teachers will want to want to teach in our school system? Because it really comes down to is it's resources, right? Right. That I mean. You know, when you say it'll improve, the school system will improve. It's that, shown. It's shown in Seattle. That's what happened. Even the, though there right. there's a lot more. There's more students. That it's the quality of the education that went up. So, so something, that's a that's a hence good thing. test scores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And something that would probably help in terms of this is mm-hmm. if Alexandria wasn't giving that subsidy then to Amazon, they would have more money to actually spend on schools. Mm. But Probably would they? The pro- but would they? Like you said, it's a gamble. But it, the question is, is what are you gambling? You're not just gambling. $23 million, $23 million versus is not whether it's not going to, but a new it, school nowadays is a hundred million dollars or a new facility. You know, that's so I don't think $23 million over 20 years is, it's going to, it's, is that, taking away and now as far as talent as far as the teacher talent there's a huge competition in teacher talent I mean, here's, here's, the, for here's sure. the final word on that uh <laughs> the we all remember the recent elections and the fact that there were a lot of bond issues on the election that you had to vote on right to the extent that you give more money away or or give tax incentives to particular companies that increases the size and the number of bond issues that you have to vote on later on that's hmm. it You have been listening to On the Agenda, a production of Agenda Alexandria. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and subscribe to our podcast. Thank you for listening.